You're listening to the Quince podcast. Do you feel low on energy often? Lethargic? Like you don't want to get out of bed or move? This may have something to do with the food you're eating. So can the food you eat lead to problems like depression, fatigue, lethargy and mood swings? Can it affect how you feel? Does it hurt your mental health? Yes, it's very likely that the food you're eating is making you feel low. But can you fix this? Yes, and that's what we're looking at today. You're listening to Vishnu Ki Secret Life. the podcast where you learn something new about nutrition, fitness, life or lifestyle choices usually through my own sometimes questionable decisions i am your host vishnu gopinath today we're exploring the relationship between the food you eat and your mental health why do you feel sad after eating certain foods why do some foods pick you up and how can you eat so you can fix your depression anxiety or other mental health problems now there's a big relationship between what goes on in your stomach and what goes on in your mind wait let me rephrase that now there's a big relationship between what goes in your stomach and what goes on in your mind There's substantial research which shows the relationship between the food you eat and your mental health which proves that your gut can and will influence your head. So, I'll tell you about my own experiences with this first and then we can talk about some science and about why this happens and what you can eat to fix your mental health. Okay, personal experiences first. So let me tell you about how I learned that the food you're eating affects your state of mind. This goes back about 7 years when I first tried eating a low carb paleo diet. I it wasn't the first time I was trying to diet. I've tried almost every different kind of diet and workout all my life. But around 7 years back in July 2012 to be specific, uh that was the first time I started the paleo diet. The first evening after my lunch, which was a lunch that had steak and some vegetables, I felt full but not bloated. I also funnily felt normal now normal is a very weird word to use in this instance but i felt collected and calm and i didn't feel any mental slowness or brain fog as we call it i felt mm, good yeah it was a weird feeling it's a weird feeling to describe till you actually experience it but i felt like i'd always been worrying or or I'd always been worried and anxious about things before this happened like there wouldn't be anything specific to worry about but i would feel like i'm a little annoyed i'm irritated cranky angry uncomfortable or just generally not feeling the greatest also it helped that i didn't feel stuffed and bloated i felt full and i felt satisfied so i stuck with the diet in the first week and i felt pretty damn good during the whole week sunday was my cheat day so i had been looking forward to it the whole week and i ate a burger some cake and some other dessert that day i felt pretty damn terrible i was groggy i was drowsy my bra- my brain was feeling slow and foggy 
and I generally felt annoyed and irritated and more than a little confused. The funny thing is, this was how I was feeling all the time before this. I just didn't know it until I stopped feeling this way. It's like if all you've been in are abusive and toxic relationships in your whole life, you grow up believing that that's what is normal. Till you have a healthy relationship and then you realize, hmm, wow, I was in some really unhealthy stuff in the past. Anyway, so the funny thing is, this was how I was feeling all the time before. I just didn't know it till I stopped feeling this way. And you might be thinking, oh, I don't feel anything like that, so I don't need to do this. Which is where the abusive relationship metaphor comes in. If all your life you only felt bad, then you think feeling bad is how normal feels. Eat clean for a week. Eat well and eat till you're full. But spend money if you have to eat and eat clean. Make sure you spend and invest enough money in the food you eat. Don't be cheap. Don't go cheap. Then have a cheat day after a week of eating clean. After that, tell me how you feel. The biggest difference in my diet was that I hadn't eaten grains, rice, cereal, dairy or other simple carbohydrates for the whole week. I was just eating a lot of meat, eggs and vegetables. And a lot of it. And on my cheat day, I ate all of the stuff that I wasn't supposed to eat during the week. And that brought on the pain and the confusion and the mood swings and the irritation. So now let's explain the science of why this happens and how to eat so you don't have to face this again. Scientifically speaking, your gut determines how a large part of your body functions and your body survives in the fuel that you feed yourself. The primary and best fuel for your brain is fat, but not just any fat. I suggest food and fats that are filled with omega-3 fatty acids and some saturated fat. So eat things like fish, olive oil, coconut oil, grass-fed butter and ghee. These fats are good for you along with some protein. But if you're eating a lot of junk food, processed sugars, simple carbohydrates and not enough healthy natural fat and protein, your brain starts to suffer. There's two reasons for this. First, your brain is almost 60% composed of fat. So you need the right clean fats for your brain to function effortlessly. Second, and more importantly, the brain needs energy and in simple terms it needs glucose. Your body can get glucose from two sources. One is sugar and sugar-rich carbohydrates. This is like filling up a car with petrol when it's low on petrol. The second source for glucose is your body's own fat stores. This involves a process called gluconeogenesis. Fancy sounding name, but gluconeogenesis is when your liver generates small amounts of glucose from the fat and protein in your body. This usually takes some more time to activate, but it is easier to sustain. The problem with getting your glucose from eating carbohydrates is that the carbs we eat nowadays, in most cases, have much, much, much more sugar than your body can handle. And your body tries to maintain a balance of how it functions. So you get hungry and you eat something and then your body and your brain start to use the glucose from the food you ate for energy. But having too much sugar in your bloodstream is dangerous. And your body releases insulin to reduce your blood sugar. This removes the sugar and that means it removes the energy source which your brain was currently using which leads to you feeling sleepy, drowsy and brain foggy. This is why you feel sleepy and drowsy after lunch or after a heavy meal. 
Now, couple this with the fact that greens contain substances called phytates that tend to irritate your gut's lining and inhibit the absorption of essential nutrients. Meaning, first you're low on energy and then you're getting less nutrition from the food you're eating, which is already low on nutrition because your gut is not absorbing nutrients properly. So, a diet high in processed sugar, trans fats, carbohydrates and low in protein and healthy natural fat will leave you feeling dull and listless. You'll also feel low energy, lethargic and demotivated often. I mean, raise your hand if you're either overweight or obese and you've experienced any of these feelings fairly often. On a side note, this feeling of low energy, lethargy and demotivation are a a lot of signs that resemble symptoms of depression or mental health suffering. But it's true, and I'm saying this from my own personal experience and what I've seen from others. The constant ups and downs that your food puts you through can take a really heavy toll on you. But that's a pretty big claim to make, saying that depression is caused in some part by the food we eat. But before you hit send on your angry comments or messages, hear me out because the next part is where it gets really interesting. One of the most important, if not the most important hormones that regulates your mood is serotonin. Serotonin is produced from an amino acid called tryptophan. In case tryptophan sounds familiar, that's because we have discussed it very briefly in one of my previous podcasts about sleep. Tryptophan helps you sleep better. It's also found in meat and stuff like chicken or turkey. So, right off the bat, eating more meat is good for your mental health because more tryptophan equals more serotonin equals better state of mind. But there's more to it. Nearly all your serotonin is produced in your gut or your gastrointestinal tract. I said that right, right? Gastrointestinal tract. Anyway, your stomach also houses millions and millions of neurons or nerve cells which put the serotonin into action. So basically, long story short, your stomach affects how you feel. But wait, there's more. The bacteria in your stomach ensures that all of these processes happen healthily and naturally. This bacteria also protects your stomach from toxins, it regulates the serotonin levels and also keeps away bad bacteria. But this bad bacteria feeds on a diet that's rich in sugars and grains. So when you feed yourself sugar and grains, you're creating an environment that's great for bad bacteria to grow and for good bacteria to die a miserable, painful death. And when your stomach bacteria gets messed up, your body's ability to produce and use serotonin effectively gets messed up. And congratulations, now you're depressed. You have mood swings, you're annoyed and you're irritable. Again, I'm reiterating here. This is not the same as clinical depression, which finds its roots in a number of causes. It's not just about the food you eat. But the food you eat plays a very, very huge role in how you feel. To top this off, you're also suffering from inflammation. And if you look at the damage eating trash does to you, it is actually threefold. Short-term damage, which is the immediate sugar rush, the sugar crash, brain fog and generally feeling low or lethargic and basically feeling like crap in the immediate term. Medium-term damage, which is the destruction of the good bacteria in your stomach, the lowering of your body's ability to process serotonin effectively, which leaves you feeling perpetually low and makes you more prone to sickness. And finally, long-term damage, which is inflammation leading to more serious problems like depression, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and so on. And all because 
you wanted an extra Snickers bar. So, how can we fix this? Well, it's simple, but it takes the willingness to change, a strong reason why, and a simple plan that you can follow long term. So, first, let's look at why you want to fix this. You need a strong why. By that, I mean a strong enough reason to make the change. Whether you're sick of how you look and want to fix it, whether you're tired of feeling tired and low on energy, whether you just had a relationship end and want to treat yourself better and get healthy, or whether it's because you have serious health concerns, get yourself that why first. It doesn't matter what it is. Just give yourself a strong enough reason. Now about the logistics. If you want to fix your gut health or eat in a way that will make sure you don't feel the lows that food can put you through, listen very carefully. Cut down your sugar intake. In fact, cut out processed or artificial sugars almost entirely from your diet. Minimize your sugar intake in almost all forms. Next, start including probiotics into your diet. Remember the gut bacteria I mentioned earlier? Probiotics are foods that help your stomach become more friendly for these bacteria. Now, if you're Indian, think yogurt, curd, dahi, buttermilk, and other similar things. Other options include fermented foods like pickles, not our Indian achar, the other pickles, sauerkraut, and kimchi. You can also get probiotic capsules. So, include probiotics and cut out sugar. Next, replace the processed or refined oils in your diet with clean fats like grass-fed butter or ghee, coconut oil, and maybe some olive oil. Finally, include the right supplements in your diet to protect your gut from damage and as a result, protect your brain. In case you aren't getting enough sunlight exposure, add a vitamin D supplement into your diet. Do it. Don't debate it. Next, ensure you're getting enough fiber to keep your poop moving. And finally, limit your intake of grains and dairy if you feel any discomfort, bloating or uneasiness after you consume them. You may not know how these affect you right now, but they might be harming you. You can find out by eliminating grains and dairy from your diet for a week or two and then reintroducing them. If you feel uncomfortable, voila! You now know that you are not exactly tolerant to grains and dairy. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Vishnuki Secret Life. Join us again next time for more Vishnuki Secret Life.